You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Should I go there a little bit, but... Well, you shouldn't go there. You should actually go in the toilet, Mike. <laughs> Oi, yeah. Well, I don't know. The way some people feel about Microsoft, it may be synonyms, but... Yes, and the toilet is the way we started out this week. Yes, guess who is back with me this week, and guess who once again has run off to university chasing the little co-eds around the campus. Mr. Greentree is once again busy in his university studies. We're hoping he's succeeding and the co-eds are free and not being kept in his basement or anything like that. You know, we, we're, we're hoping for that, but we don't know. But please welcome back our five-thirds. We may have to promote him up to six-thirds of a beetle, Mr. Mike McPeak. Hey, Mike, how you doing, bud? Oh, not too bad. Although somebody told me this week that I'd never noticed, but apparently I'm losing weight, so I might have to become uh, two-fifths of a beetle. Who knows? But that's now, beside the point. Well, the ratio is to how important you are, not... Oh, not, not, not my actual mass. No, we're not talking body mass, because that's the case. I'm 456th <laughs> a beetle. We're, we're not going to go down that route, you know. Okie dokie. So, um, but yeah, uh, no, Mark's still doing his thing with university, so... Mike's very kind to jump back in, and I want to thank Tim Chatton for jumping in with us last week. Uh, it was a bit of a Wii discussion and a gaming discussion, but I think it was, it was interesting. It was kind of a hoot. Um, I don't do a lot of the uh, the gaming stuff, or not you know um, not console gaming certainly, and you know the stuff I do do gamers mock at me because I like playing Civilization and and city building games. Um, uh, so I don't, you know, and you know, a lot of gamers, they, they don't, they kind of smirk at that kind of stuff. But uh, although this week I have tried a couple, um, I was trying to find a couple games to play on my iPad mini, and um, I downloaded a few. Um, and I don't know, I don't want to come off like Mark here. I don't want to be a Mark imitation, <laughs> but uh, I, I tried a couple. I had a couple uh, things that kind of just, well, just pissed me off. Um, I was playing Theme Park, which was a nice game, but you can't get anywhere unless you plunk down in-app purchases to get their their bucks to build things. So I played it. I gave it a chance. That one just, uh, but eventually got to the point where it torqued me off, and it got the jiggly finger of death. Um, and then I tried uh, Oregon Trail. Not oh as huh? That's a blast from the past, Oregon Trail. Oh, this is an updated one, but again, it's got the in-app purchases. Quite not quite as obnoxious as uh, uh, Theme Park was, because Theme Park it was getting to the point where you couldn't go anywhere without buying their stuff. Um, or uh, let me see, I got to bring up the name of it here because I can't remember it right. It's Oregon Trail. What? Um, Probably three hundred and fifty-six thousand version or something like that. Game been around for eons. Uh, Oregon Settlers or Oregon Trail. It's a colon something. Uh, now I'm drawing a blank on it. But um, that one was okay. I figured I could get somewhere I could maybe tolerate stuff. But then it started doing something I've never seen before. I started getting full page ads within the game. Oh. That yeah, that really started to irritate the crap out of me. And that one may die soon too. The one I'm playing right now, which isn't quite so bad. Uh, I'm trying to, if I hit the right buttons here, trying to bring up the name here so I can find it. Uh, I think it's Megalopolis. It's still got the in-store purchase stuff, but it's not quite as mm, obnoxious as, um, 
I, I have gotten too far into it. Maybe if I get very far into it, uh, um, I may uh, soon uh, dislike it. But so far, it's not bad. I mean, I, you can play a game and not feel like you're beholden to uh, um, uh, to it. So let's see. I'm trying to search my library here and talk. It's yeah, Megalopolis. That's the one that I was. That's what I'm playing now, and uh, I think it's nice. Like it's got a lot of the in-app purchases, and who would want to pay forty-nine dollars? to buy stuff to play in a uh, iPad game. That's just silly. Okay, well, I have done it once. I admitted to that a month or so ago, I guess it was, maybe two months ago, when I played used to play Wii City. I wanted to, um, I wanted to advance what I was doing, so I, <clears throat> excuse me, I uh, ended up buying the whatever form of currency it was. I mean, I didn't spend a great deal of money. I might have spent a total, but I played that game. I felt really. I, I don't feel so bad about it because the game was free. I probably spent a total of maybe twenty-five or thirty dollars over the course of the mm, year and a half that I played that game. I mean, I played that game almost every day for a year and a half. So that thirty-five dollars isn't isn't that bad for that length of time. Uh, and if that was about, yeah, like I said, that wouldn't be so bad. But I mean, they've got stuff in there all the way from 99 cents to 99 i know i saw one in there i think was for like 49 dollars and you know and i i'm pretty sure that you'll blow through that stuff somewhat quickly and for the amount of you know entertainment you get out of it i just don't know if that's worth it now i have another game that i should uh, get around to buying here i had it on my uh android tablet and i liked it a lot uh, and that's Triple Town. Uh, it's a, a simple uh, game uh, concept. You get three things together. So basically, you get three clumps of grass, you get a bush. You get three bushes together, you get a tree. You get a, uh, three trees together, you get a, a cottage, three cottages. It then goes on up to castles and stuff. And so, um, you know, they all come together. So it's a matter of trying to get as much as you can before you run out of space on your map because, you know, eventually you'll get to the point where you can't get three things together on your map. And that one, that game was rather nice because uh, you paid, I think it's, Three ninety nine once you're done. That's it. That's unlimited turns, and that's the way I think games should be. I don't mind paying for a game, and it's a lot of fun. You, they got different ways you can do it. They got different maps you can use. They got one on there called the two minute challenge. You try to get as much stuff together in two minutes, get as high a score as you can in two minutes. I kind of like that one. And like I said, I like that game. It's a pretty. Uh, it's a nice game. And like I say, uh, I think it's about three bucks, maybe four bucks. For the whole game, and then that's it. You're done. You get everything unlocked, and it's uh, wide open to play from there. That's not bad. I th- you, for some reason, when you were talking about that, it made me think about. I believe the very first game I ever played, or that I paid for, and I struggled. For, I thought about it for like three or four days before I was willing to shell out the entire ninety nine cents <laughs> that the game cost. Was uh, cr- was it Crush the Castle? Yeah, Crush the Castle. Oh yeah, I think I've got that one too. Yeah, and that. And that one's pretty good, too. I haven't played it for a while. But, yeah, it's a, a catapult game, and you had a launch. and um, It's the trebuchet got, thing, which is what makes it really cool to try to figure out. Yeah, because you kind of got to release it at the right uh, point in the arc so that it travels the correct distance and hit the thing that you need it to hit. And, um, kill, and kill the little people that scream and the little blood runs down them and everything. Yes, and then, uh, and then uh, I played it on... 
was it a Facebook game or you play it on the computer too? There was a there's a uh, I haven't played it for a long time. There was a Flash version. I remember yeah. I remember tweeting out one night. It's been several year, years ago now. Tweeting out I was playing that game and uh, somebody we both know, Steve Stanger, took it, looked at it. He said, "Thanks for syncing me." You know, with I just lost an hour or two playing the game because it was a Flash version of it. So oh yeah. And they had some user-designed levels in the um, the Flash version that you could play. And some of them were pretty good, but then some of them were, oh, I don't know. They were, like, so bad, so horrendously bad they were interesting. Some that um, they apparently didn't pay attention when they were designing it so that when you loaded the game up, this stuff would just kind of fall down. And it would, you know. Collapse um, right then. Yes, and you didn't get to play anything. Or somebody, uh, somebody like me who would take the time to sit down and do it had you had explosion had explosives in there, so you would hit one and then you'd have this like massive you know explosion going across your screen there, uh, just some really kooky, weird, interesting stuff. So you know, the Flash version, I don't think you get them in the um, the um, iOS game, but the Flash version they had that kind of stuff and that was kind of fun to play. And then one one similar to um, to um, um, the one you were talking I forgot what it was. But I'm thinking another one similar to Siege Hero, where it's, um, it's, it's kind of a trebuchet type game, but instead of it being sideways where you watch the trebuchet launch, it's like you're looking over top of the trebuchet and you got to pick the right point in the structure to get it to collapse and kill the. The people, and then they add an extra twist in there that they have nice people that you're supposed to save and not crush from time to time, and that makes it a little more interesting. So, well, that doesn't sound any fun. What's fun in saving people? <laughs> I, I know like, it's more fun to, to squish them and see the little spears stick in their heads and things like that, you know, um, you know, death and mayhem. Sure, okay. I mean, that's what makes the game work. I mean, come on, people. I mean. You know, we can't go out and do it in real life. We're not supposed to anyway. But, you know. <laughs> it, no matter what, your inner demons tell you you're not supposed to do it. So, uh, I'm a good boy and I don't. That's It's it's nice that you're a good boy. But you're <laughs> like me. You haven't been a boy for so damn many years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think I'm a, a boyish on the inside. The The outside could stand some buff and polishing or a makeover or a new shell or something but well you could you could go out to california and allison could get her uh buffer and, and uh and her power sign what's that thing she uses to to buff the cars with um the power buffer that she has for cleaning people's cars and stuff and then she'd probably take the pressure wash me too this may not end well hey, but it could be amusing to watch for you guys <laughs> as i sit there and- Twitching. Now I have this picture of you in the movie RV. Remember when all the crap landed on Robin Williams and uh, and he was getting washed off? Hmm, I don't think I've seen that movie. You haven't seen RV? Oh, do I lose geek points? Am I going to be a mark here? Am I going to lose all my geek points? No, I only take away half a point from you and 500, okay. 500 from Mark. Okay, so, no, that's fine. But it's, Oh, you need to see that. You'd enjoy that. It's uh, It's Robin Williams. Well, yeah, I like Robin Williams. And it's uh, Robin Williams and uh, Jeff, or uh, what's his name from Dumb and Dumber? Uh, uh, I know who you mean. Um, crap. Uh, <laughs> now we're going to have people yelling at us. I'm going to go over to IMDb because otherwise people are going to be yelling at their at their iPods or whatever they 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 you know whatever they listen to us on, and and then you know 
I know who you mean. I got I got his face in my. Uh, that's my problem. I remember faces. I can't remember names or the ding dong. Um, yeah, and of course you started to say Jeff Bridges, and I know that's not right. No, uh, it is. Wait a minute. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Jeff Daniels. There you go. Yep. I had the Jeff part right. Well, okay. So. But anyway, yeah, that you'd like that movie. So I have now I have that imagery you being power washed. So, well, in real life, I haven't been power washed. But I remember once uh, we went to a. Um, I was a uh, freshman in high school, and uh, in our our FFA class, Future Farmers of America, that one year uh, that was the year nineteen seventy six. We decided to go. They had what they called the Farm Fest over in Minnesota. It was just a big fair where um, agricultural people get together and they'll show equipment and um, just a big agricultural exposition. It was outside in this guy's for, alfalfa for, field. Farm equipment you're showing. Farm right? equipment, yes. Okay, let's yeah. get that clear. So the clear. listeners. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not showing my equipment. Nobody wants to see that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it was out in this guy's alfalfa field. And the reason for me, 1976, was significant. That was the year we had a heck of a drought. We hadn't had a lot of rain. I remember that year that we uh, we put uh, our normal grain crop up for hay because we didn't have any hay and the grain wasn't producing anything. So it was just a dry, dry year. And so um, our FFA uh, advisor takes us over there to this farm fest. That's about four or five hours away from here and we get out there we camp overnight we get there early in the morning this guy's kind of gray out but we didn't think much about it. we started walking around we started looking at things and all of a sudden it starts to rain and rain and rain some more and suddenly this alfalfa field turns into this great big uh, mud drag pit basically because uh, people start driving around the alfalfa field there and it, it, it just like I say it turns to mud um, and we just decide you know it it our plans are washed out. We're just going to quit, go back to the campsite, get our stuff, and go back home. Well, in order for us to get our big bus out of there, our school bus out of there, we had to push other people out of the way. So we're just back there. We run up behind people, hit it, we'll push you. And, you know, so you had a bunch of FFA boys just pushing people out of the way. Well, the problem with you know pushing cars is if you're behind, you get coated in mud. Yep. And so, like I say, and it, at that point, it was just soupy everywhere. So by the time we got done, I was covered like head to toe in uh, mud. And we just walked into the uh, shower place at the campground there. I just walked into the shower with all my clothes on, turned the water on, and just started washing till I got all the mud off me. Um, got a dry pair of clothes, put them on. And then, you know, we drove home and we got back. I don't remember. I think we were dry, drove at, uh, we didn't get home till like, in the evening or at night or something like that. But like I said, I just, that was the only time I've ever walked into a shower completely clothed and just showered in order to, you know, even get somewhere that resembled clean. And you had to take the clothes off and get the mud that got underneath the clothes out. And, uh, that was just a heck of an experience. So, um, uh, you know, your, your, uh, idea triggered one of my memories. So. Yes, that's it. Yeah. And, then, and then you just triggered something else for me. I remember, uh, going camping as when you talked about camping because the kids every once in a while say something about wanting to camp and i said no you won't like it then i described to them my experiences as camping when i was a boy scout and the fact that i got tired of crap in a hole in the woods you know and all the other stuff that goes (laughs) along with that and the camping and i went on a freezery which was we went camping in the middle of february during the I don't remember the early one of the early seventies Winter Olympic Games. <laughs> it was cold. I made the mistake of eating raw dough 
that rose oh. in my stomach a little later and made me violently <laughs> ill. The eggs froze. The guy had them in his sleeping bag next to him. They froze anyway, you know, inside the sleep. So it was a bit cool, let's put it that way. Ew, yeah, I would say. Um, yeah, it's just nasty. And, and I, I went camping in a rainstorm. That's what made me think of it. We were in a three-man tent, and it was me and two of my best friends. And they were arguing over who was going to sleep in the middle. I said, screw it, I'll sleep in the middle. Shut up, I want to go to sleep. So I got in the middle of the tent, and it was raining when we went to got there. It was raining when we pitched the tent. It was raining when we went to bed. Well, it apparently rained even harder overnight, so hard that one of the guys got out and went and slept in the car. We stayed in the tent. I wake up the next morning. I'm in the middle, and here are these two guys. They're all curled up next to me because we had pitched the tent, and it had just a little bit of a rise in the center of it. But what had happened is with the rain, and we were on a bit of a hill, Rain was running down the outside corners of the tent, so their sleeping bags were wet, and I was up on just enough high ground <laughs> to be dry, and they were trying to cuddle up next to me to stay dry. Get the hell off me! <laughs> guys, I like you, but not that much. <laughs> not that way, guys. Not that way. So. No, and you see, you, you, I, I camp at a Super 8. That's the way I, I do it. That's, uh, that's, that's my form of camping. Mine, too. I, I prefer, you know... Super 8, Hilton, I don't care. I'm good either right. way. Yeah. You know, and the higher up you are, the better off you are. You don't have to worry about the water. Unless if the water rises that high, we all got problems. But This is true. This this is this is very true. If the water gets up to the uh, eighth floor of the Hilton, I've got real problems. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't do camping anymore. I got over that in Boy Scouts, and thank the Lord I did. I like to, I like to camp where there's air conditioning. I like my own toilet. You know, I'm a little picky about these things. Running water, nice soft bed. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we kind of veered off course there, but uh, I had my little rant about uh, my uh, the games I've been playing. But I, I was watching you on Twitter this week, and it seemed to me like you had a pretty good rant going there about uh, iTunes and, and podcasts. Do you want to enlighten the world? Jesus. Mary <laughs> Joseph. I am so freaking ticked if anybody that doesn't that might have followed what i was saying on twitter it got to the point i got so angry i was afraid to tweet because i was afraid of what the hell i would say but anyway the it, i had just been talking about you know i like ios 7 and all that and i finally upgraded my phone um i guess it was last saturday or sunday i don't remember when it was to ios 7 and it went i plugged it in uh to charge or something i don't remember what it was and i happened to plug it into my mac and it said, oh, you know, you got iOS 7, you need to put the new version of iTunes on. I said, okay, I, you know, I'm always upgrading the version of iTunes. I don't give a crap. Why well, I upgraded the version of iTunes. I go in there. First of all, it's mucked around with my damn playlist that I have set up. Because, yes, people, I manually create my playlists. I don't use smart playlists. I don't want to use smart playlists. They don't fit what I do. Please send yeah. your hate mail to... Mark Greentree at notanothermacpodcast.com. No. But you're um, a hands-on guy is what you're saying. I'm a, a yes. So I mean that's bad enough. It mucked around my playlist. It took some of my audiobooks out of the playlist hmm. that I had built. I'm going, what the hell? And so then I go in and I'm used to after I listen to some podcasts and I, I want to talk about podcast bankruptcy after I get done with it. I, after I get done listening to podcasts, I might take a couple weeks, but I go through and flush all the episodes I haven't listened to. You know, I delete them out, because that way when I open the little reveal triangle, 
because I look at my podcast in list view. That's the view I like. I know that's not the view people want you to use. That's the damn view I like. So, that way they're in alphabetical order. Yes, Allison, that's the only way you can get it in alphabetical order that I've figured out. Anyway, so I put it in... Well, okay, I go to delete these podcasts that I've already listened to. And it says, do you want to delete the files? Yes. Do you want to move them to the trash? Yes, that's what I do. I don't keep them. It goes. But then I look at the list, and they're still in the frickin' list. I'm going, what's on? But now they got that little frickin' iCloud icon next to them. And I'm going, what the hell? So I'm right-clicking. And I, I, I try, hit delete. It's not, you know, delete. Delete, damn it. Delete. Well, no, it won't let you delete out of the playlist anymore. It keeps them in there. And if you accidentally right-click and select, uh, I can't remember what the choice is. Let me go where it says show old podcast or, or some shit like that, whatever it is. It pulls in every freaking podcast that that podcast, was it uh, show old episodes? And then you can't get rid of them. So you might end up with a damn list especially for a show that's been going a long time, like, say, Mac OS Ken, which I love to listen to, or or Al, our friend Allison's show, I end up with 400 fracking episodes when I hit the reveal triangle. What the hell, Apple? Why do I have to have this? Come on. Delete the damn stuff. What idiot at Apple? And I'm going to say an idiot, because I am an Apple fanboy, but what fracking idiot decided that I want to see every damn episode, even after I delete it. Tell me that. Whose freaking decision was it? I was so angry. I like to keep my list short and neat and manageable. When I open the thing up and the list goes on for three or four screenfuls, I'm going, what the hell? And it's just, uh, it's so annoying. I don't know, you know, Apple... As I heard, I don't remember who I said. I think it was Bart said it or something like that. Bart Bouchots. And I think he said, you know, Apple's the one that introduced podcasting and really got mm-hmm. really got it going. And now they've mucked it up beyond all repair in iTunes. Well, of course, I started tweeting about this. You know me. I tweet occasionally. <laughs> I started tweeting. Everybody saying, oh, you know, switch to Downcast. I'm going, okay, well, Downcast is fine. Except I don't listen to podcasts on my iPhone. I don't listen to them. Well, I won't say I don't. I rarely listen to them on my iPad. 99 and 44 100% of the time. Oh, crap. Now we're going to have to pay ivory soap. Anyway, 99 and 44 100% of the time, I listen to them on my Nano. And and my, it's an, uh, it was the iPad Nano, last one that had the uh, video camera in it. Played video and it's like two generations back. I think is what it is from is the that current the one. third gen, fourth. No, it's like gen, fifth. I think it's fifth gen. Fifth gen, okay. Because then after that one was the one that you could wear as a watch with a oh, little okay. teeny touchscreen, and then the current one, which now can play video again because the previous one couldn't, and then the current one is a touchscreen, but you can play video on. So. That's what I listen to. I build my playlist. As you said, I'm a hands-on type of fellow. I build my playlist. I sometimes, I usually build it on Sunday nights. I ask people, I am this anal retentive. Then I update it on Wednesday nights, and that gets me through the entire week for my podcast. And usually carries me on through the weekend if I'm out running around listening to podcasts. 
which is fine, and I'm good with that. But I can't use Downcast on an iPod Nano. It does not run iOS. You know, it's just not there. And now when I have these lists of shit in my iTunes, which we've talked about that before, I have, what did I say, 122 songs in my iTunes library, and I currently have 598 songs, or podcasts in my library. That's not in, that's individual episodes, that's not um, shows, the number of shows I listen to. Well, I, I know, I, I followed your, you know, your, your, uh, Twitter, con- your Twitter conversation, and it was getting a little chilly here, so all I had to do was stand over the the Twitter client, and I could feel the heat coming off of there because I think was it you and uh, Elise Paselli and Tom Schmidt? Who was all in that conversation? It seemed oh, like yeah. there was one more. Was Lisa, Tom, Mark Shepard? Yeah, Mark Shepard was in it for a while. Somebody else was in it too, and I can't remember who. Okay, and I know you guys are all going back and forth, and uh, yeah, there was not a lot of Apple love going on in that conversation. No, it was totally not. There was there was no love fest. I was pissed off that uh, beyond rec- beyond being pissed off normally. I mean, I'm not usually a pissed off type of person, but I was pissed off beyond normal being pissed off. It was just messing with my head. Why the hell can't I delete it? And I've looked around, and I see a lot of people complaining about it. But well, I think the problem is uh, it's syncing. It's syncing with iCloud, so it's up there in the cloud for your convenience. But you know, once you've listened to it, you probably don't want to go back to it, and you want to get rid of it. But like I say, it's lingering in the cloud. You know, kind of like a bad fart. It's just sitting there lingering, and you can't make it go away. Um, and I, you know, I know I've seen a lot of other people that were just kind of, you know, in the same boat. And like I say with you, yeah, everyone else, I use a iPod touch for listening to my podcast. Yeah. I, I use downcast. So this isn't a problem for me, but like I say with your nano, uh, you're kind of stuck. And I went out and I was trying to find some, you know, I was going to try and be helpful and see if there was some alternatives out there. And there's plenty of programs that will download podcasts, but, I was having trouble trying to find something that you could sync them to your Nano, and I couldn't remember which version you had, and I can't remember which ones. There was some programs that maybe you could sync with certain Nanos, uh, but maybe not others. Um, and there a couple things I came across, and I don't know if they would work. There's one called, uh, was it Tangerine? I, no, Clementine. Clementine. Um, that's a cross-platform uh, kind of iTunes-like replacement. It'll do music. It'll do podcasts. Uh, but I don't know if it – because I, I just as an experiment, I plug my iPod Touch into it. And it would it would put it in read-only mode. So that's not going to do you a lot of good because you couldn't write podcasts to it. Um, there's Miro, but I don't think that will sync with – I mean, well, it's good for downloading, but I don't think that will sync. Well, like, I mean, I know I could go the whole – um, if I went into Linux, reformatted it as Linux, and do all that, there is, I can't remember the name of it, I could make it a Linux thing and, and do that, but I, I don't want to do all that. Right. You just want to be able to plug it in and use it. What's that phrase Apple uses? It just works? Bullshit. Doesn't <laughs> now. There's a load of horseshit. It does not now. Well, of course, then the other thing that came out of the conversation was there was a lot of people... Uh, that had podcasts that they were uh, subscribed to, that they got unsubscribed to, or stuff. I have some podcasts that I don't listen to all the time. You know, I listen to them maybe once a month or so. And um, 
they're in the list, but then I just say, okay, update this show with the or update this podcast with the latest episode, and then I listen to it then. Uh, uh, back at Work's one of those. Uh, back to Work with Merlin, man. I don't listen to it every time, and I think uh, Andy Anatko, the Anatko Almanac, those are two that I don't listen to every single episode, so I don't subscribe because I don't want to needlessly be pulling down, you know, shows. Not that I'm running, not that I'm hitting my bandwidth cap of what is it, three hundred gigs or something a month. But now I don't want to do it for sure because then I have a fracking list that's so damn long of shit I'm not listening to. So yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm just so mad. I it's just. Ugh. And standing in for Mark doing the rant this week is Kevin Alder. Uh, you were just about uh, up there with Mark as far as steam coming out of your ears and the the heat coming off the podcast. Yeah, I think holding my soda, sitting here drinking, it's now hot from my, my hand being too hot because I was so damn angry. And then on top of it, yesterday I was driving to work and there were too many damn idiots on the road and I didn't have my tank to run the idiots over with. So, I mean, it was just not a... Wasn't it, a what you're saying is the only reason that some people are alive is because uh, you're not allowed to carry a gun? No, no, I didn't want to shoot them. I wanted to okay. crush. Them. I wanted to crush them under the weight of my M1 Abram tank. Oh, okay. No shooting. Just okay. drive over the idiots. Okay, just put them in their own little coffin. You know, ready to go. Okay, All right. squish them flat. Uh, it would only been about two or three hundred cars. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, yeah, that w- that wouldn't be. Uh, yeah, it'd make for little things a little messy. But I understand your. I'm good with it. Huh? I'm good with it. It doesn't make a mess for me. Oh, no, that's true. That's true. You're up above it all. But, uh, right. yeah, I, I share your, you know, um, uh, conviction that maybe IQ tests ought to be administered a little more often than they are. Um, competency tests. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah. I, I, so, yeah, it was, I was ticked off about iTunes, and I got ticked off about the. It was just, ugh. It was not a week for me, and 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 anything, and anything revolving around. Because I listen to a lot of podcasts when I commute. I've said that a hundred times on this show. Um, I listen. I'm consuming anywhere between oh twelve to some weeks as much as twenty hours of podcasts as I'm driving back and forth. I know you consume even more than that when you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. if you can. Uh, is it? It's during the school year you can do that because right. You can ignore yeah. the little screaming kids running around. Well, yeah, because I'm more behind. Yeah, because once school starts, and I'm uh, either um, we got two shifts at school, five thirty to two. So then I'm like, uh, you know, cleaning things, getting set up for dinner, that kind of stuff. And then the two o'clock to ten thirty or later, if I have to clean up after a sporting event, you know, there's not so many people around, so I can put stuff in there and listen to it, which is good because sometimes when they get into uh, um, sometimes the mission log podcasts will make me, you know, giggle rather <clears throat> seriously, and people might think I'm losing it or something. There's a few other podcasts that'll get a good laugh out of me, um, so I don't want people to think that I'm you know losing it more than I already have. But yeah, I I think um, you know depending upon what I can probably get into maybe twenty or thirty hours a week of uh, listening to podcasts. Well, yeah, now that's that's what I get just on my commute. Mm-hmm. Now uh, on the weekends when I'm doing stuff, or if, if uh, the family's down uh, here in the family room. Uh, a.k.a. podcasting studio, a.k.a. Kevin's office, um, if they're watching a movie that I'm not really interested in, I'll start listening to a podcast with my headphones on or watching a podcast. So that, you know, that adds another, that could add anywhere from another 30 minutes to another two or three or five hours to podcast that I listen to. So, 
I don't quite get up to yours because I don't. I at work I could do it, but it would make me uh, uh, want to kill people at work too, and that's not a good thing. So. No, that's why I listen to podcasts, because otherwise, if I look at the stupid stuff I see around me sometimes, I tend to dwell on it. So I need something in my ear uh, distracting me so I don't think so much about it. Well, my in my case, it would be because I'd get mad at people who wouldn't shut up so I could hear the podcast. That's, it's, it's funny, because uh, that's one of the things I enjoy some days on my commute, having some of my friends that will ride with me and coworkers that I'll commute with. But on those days, I can't listen to my podcast, because... You know, to them, it's just talk radio in the background. Mm-hmm. To me, it's it's enriching my brain and giving me my Macintosh or my Apple fix or my geek fix or whatever it might be that I'm listening to. Uh, I will recommend, though, that if you if anybody listens to the Mac Bytes podcast with Elaine Giles and Mike Thomas, that one's a little bit dangerous to listen to while you're driving because I have they have gotten me laughing so hard a couple times I did almost run off the road. <laughs> And apparently I'm not the only listener that's wrote in about this problem. <laughs> I haven't tried them. Maybe I should. Because there's times, you know, you, you know, you were talking about, uh, you were going to, said you were going to talk about uh, podcast bankruptcy. Most of the times I'm not too bad. Because uh, right now I'm only listening to about 37 different podcasts. And some of them are kind of on hiatus right now. And some of them are kind of short, like Mac OS Ken. He's only like, like 16 minutes a day or, you know, something like that. Um so if I don't have too much for distractions, I can usually get through them. And sometimes, uh, of course, right now I'm listening to an audio book, so it's not too bad when I get through my podcasts. Um, but, you know, sometimes I do look, look for new podcasts to listen to. So I might have to give that one a try and see what it's like. Oh, Elaine and Mike are, are great. I've actually been uh, – Elaine did uh, – Elaine and Mike have both done Not Another Mac podcast. Uh, with Mark, uh, and one of the episodes that I had that I hosted for Mark, uh, Elaine, I got Elaine was kind enough to come on the show, and they're very nice people, and uh, they're they're hysterically funny. Um, I thoroughly enjoy listening to them because they were the ones that got into talking about the jazzling and uh, things like that. Do you know what the jazzle is? No. Do you know what a vagina is? Yeah. Do you know what? When I, you jazz something up, you put bling on it. Uh, okay. Now put bling on the vagina. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's an actual term. Okay. Uh, the, you know, I don't know. You'll find it on the word a day calendar, but uh, okay. It's on mine. It's it's. A, I, I have that word repeat every day on my calendar at work. <laughs> okay. But, but anyway, no, I uh, uh, listen. To, I do listen to a lot of podcasts, and um, I, I, I can't really listen at work because I, I'm, you know, if I'm composing a document or something yeah. like that, it's I can't listen to people talk and compose a document at the same time. That's why I don't listen to them at work because I'm usually like reading something on the internet or doing something. And so yeah, I can't concentrate. But when I'm just pushing a broom around, uh, it works. Yeah, it works pretty good. And this is my, I was going to show you, it doesn't do the uh, audio listeners any good, but this is my little Bluetooth uh, device for what, uh, when I listen to podcasts. It's a little Sony Ericsson uh, hmm. uh, Bluetooth. Uh, you plug in your power there. And it had a clip on here, uh, but it was a plastic clip, so it broke. But me being the uh, MacGyver that I am, I took a clothespin 
Uh, it fit in there real nice into where the uh, clip used to be. Yeah. And I slid it in there and put a couple uh, black plastic zip ties on there. And then I painted it kind of a dark blue to match the black of the... Uh, um, Very uh, cool. Very ingenious, actually. Yes, and then I can... Um, it won't work on the T-shirt so well because most of the shirts I wear at work have kind of a little V coming down the neck there. But I'll clip it on there. And then... Oh, I clipped it to my microphone. Um I'll put it around my neck like this, and then the uh, left earbud I'll just leave hanging because it's a podcast. You only need one. And I'll put the uh, right one in and listen to that. So I always have an ear open in case somebody's yelling at me or the fire alarm goes off or if I have to you know, do something semi-serious or something like that. But you know, and that works pretty good. I can keep my iPod touch over and my holster over there. Uh, I don't have a cord dangling down catching on things. Because when I first started listening to podcasts, yeah, I was using just regular earbuds and and um, you know earphones, and that got to be a little. You'd have it on your arm here. It was kind of clanky and clunky, but this actually works pretty good and keeps it out of the way. Yeah, no, I um, I like. Of course, I have, I have the Nano that I use all the time now, and I've progressed up through. I started out with the original fifth gen uh, iPod uh, video, uh, thirty gig, and then I progressed up. I was using an iPod Touch, and then when that iPod Touch started getting a bit wonky. Um, I started, I switched over to the Nano, and my, the head unit in my car has a USB jack in it, so I can jack the iPod straight into it and lay it up in this little cubby hole on the dash of my car, and I'm ready to go, and it just plays, and plus then I can control, and I can control the iPod through this, the head unit on my stereo, and it was funny, somebody, the, my daughter was in the car with me the other day, and she said, Oh, put yeah, because I didn't have my iPod with me, and she said, "Oh, put the radio on." I went, "Oh crap! How do you make the radio come on?" Because I didn't use, <laughs> I don't use the radio, and I don't use the CD player in the head unit. I only use um, it. Yeah, we bought a uh, uh, 2010 Equinox a uh, couple years ago, and uh, yeah, I've never used the CD player in it, and uh, but it's got Bluetooth built in, so I can, uh, and I have used the iPod to play music over that i haven't uh in, you know the few times that i'm alone in the car i have listened to podcasts over that but i don't do it with my wife in there because you know most of the stuff she would you know uh that i listen to it would just drive her absolutely wonky so uh, um <laughs> you, you made me laugh to think about it. i was coming back from uh charlottesville virginia uh charlottesville is like an hour and a half drive from my house and I had a coworker with me. We're coming back from a conference we'd been down to, and I happened to be in my own vehicle in my truck. And uh, I put my iPod. I said, "I said, do you care if I listen to these?" And she said, "Oh no." She said, and she kind of half dozed coming back up the interstate. And then she woke up at one point when we were getting close to home, and she said, "What the hell is this stuff you're listening to? They're talking about the they because they were talking. I forget what show I was listening to. They were talking about the DMCA and stuff like that. And and she's going." You listen to this all the time? I said, yes, Bessie, this is what I listen to continuously. She went, how do you stand that? You don't listen to music? I said, no, I don't listen to music. I listen to this kind of stuff all the time. So, Yeah, I listen. Music is for when I get home. That's what I listen to when I'm on the computer because then that kind of sets, that's the soundtrack for me. I mean, I'll sit there and, you know, listen to stuff and, and, um, I have I have lots of songs, but I have a playlist of probably about 200 songs of my favorite songs I like to listen to that I know and I can kind of sing along to in my head or whatever. So I have a, you know, that's my kind of rigid thing is that I do have a uh, uh, 
set list of music that I listen to. I've been trying to branch out a little bit. I try Spotify a little bit to, you know, maybe discover some new music or Pandora to listen to some stuff that I normally wouldn't listen to. But uh, I try to branch out and find some different music along the way. Well, yeah, I understand that. I I think I try to discover at least one new song every three years, you know. I I try to keep that kind of rigidity in my life so that, you know, I and I think the last new song I discovered was... Um, by a band called uh, Buck Cherry, and the song's called Crazy Bitch. I don't know if you've ever... It's, it, it harkens back I've, to my days as a metalhead. Um, I've heard of it. My kids may have listened to it. It seems familiar. I've heard of the, the band. You would remember this song if you heard it. I will put it that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's an unforgettable song, but it's, it's kind of head-banging, and I enjoy that every once in a while, so... But uh, well, we're talking about iPods and stuff. You said uh, that you're considering a new iPod yourself, and you just got well, an iPhone and an iPad. Well, I know I'm going. Well, my justification is if I buy the new fifth gen iPod, and I don't know. I'm kind of waiting. I don't think they're going to introduce a new um, iPod next month. You know, they're expecting an announcement because they came out with slate gray iPods. So I really don't think they're going to come out with anything new. Um, next month, but uh, my justification is is if I get the new uh, iPod, then I would all ha- uh, all of them have lightning connectors, so it would be easier. That's kind of a lame excuse, but <clears throat> the thing is, um, I've got the iPod fourth gen, thirty two gig. Well, it'll get me th- through. If I turn off Wi-Fi and don't do anything else, the battery will last for about six hours listening to podcasts, but it's getting a little low. And if I turn the screen on to check anything, it might get a little low. And um, I've even started taking a cable along with me so I can charge it during the day. I might, when I sit down to eat or something like that, I might plug it in to kind of top off the battery. So it's it's still working right now. But, yeah, I wouldn't mind having a new uh, iPod. And I might go for the 64 gig so that... Um, I could put my podcasts on there. I could put some video on there, Get put some video podcasts on there or some movies. Um, and then I've got kind of a different use case for it, too, that I would like to try. I've got an iFi card for my camera, and I'm one of those people that only shoot uh, JPEGs. I don't do RAW. So I know there's a lot of professional photographers laughing at me now. But, you know, that's the way I like to shoot It's just JPEG. It's Because uh, I like to take... I like to take interesting pictures. I'm not a photo nerd that has to sit there with um, um, Photoshop or anything and sit there and, and mess around with the picture. I just like to take interesting pictures. Maybe I'll lighten and darken a little bit. But my use case is uh, that I have the iFi card. I can have it so that it will load pictures over to the iPod. Uh, and then I can just kind of sit there and do some triage on the photos. Uh, that one's because it's got a better screen than the little dinky one on the uh, camera. So you can see with a little bit more detail. So I could sit there and, okay, that picture's blurry, get rid of that, too dark. And I just kind of weed things out on the iPod and get rid of them that way. Uh, and if there's a few that I like and I really want to, you know, send out right away, uh, with uh, the new AirDrop built into iOS 7, I should be able to send it from the iPod over to my iPhone, and then I could, you know, send it by Twitter or however I want to put it out there on the net. So, uh, like I said, if there's any I want to get out right away before I get home, I could do it that way. 
And then when I get home, I can just plug it in and download all the pictures out of it. And then that way I don't have to be bothering to take the card out of my camera and plug it in and download everything. And just kind of do it that way. And like I said, the other thing is, too, I can sort out some bad pictures and um, do whatever I want with them. Uh, and I would be carrying it with me so they'd be constantly downloading. I was doing something like that with my Android tablet, but that was a 10-inch tablet. When you're like uh, – I've been asked to do uh, take pictures at the uh, – Relay for Life, Cancer Relay for Life uh, event in town here. Well, I can't exactly carry my um, tablet around with me while I'm running around taking pictures. So I would, I would take it with me, put it somewhere, and then I would take a few minutes to try and download it. But if I had the camera on me, it could be going straight from the card to the iPod uh, as I'm taking pictures. And then when I get a minute, I can just pull out the iPod and go, yep, yep, nope, yep, and just do some uh, quick um, uh, editing that way. And so, like I said, that's why I want a 64 gig. Yeah, no, I I can't blame you for that. I I'd like I'd like to have one of the new iPod touches. You know, I I don't. I'm like you. I don't know that they're going to change them a whole lot. Um, I think there's going to be more to do with iPads. I think at the next event that they have and, and Macs and things like that. But I don't uh, I don't have a good reason. Although I've been looking at getting another Nano. Yes, folks. Even after I just bitched and complained about it. <laughs> get another nano uh just because if they do happen to come out with new new ipods you can you know the previous generation becomes cheap i happen to like this current generation of nano and uh, it's a nice screen and all that and it's a matter of fact in the refurb store right now you can get them 90 yeah 99 for 16 gigs and that's more than enough for what i would listen to you know, over the course of a week, the few videos I might watch. I put some video uh, podcasts on my uh, iPad, you know, because I always have that with me. And if I have a few minutes or lunchtime or something, I'll set my iPad up while I'm uh, eating my lunch and watch a video podcast. Because uh, many times my coworkers is it, what is that? I hear a voice. You know, they'll hear Don McAllister or they'll hear uh, Patrick Norton or Veronica Belmont or Robert Heron or somebody because I'm watching Techzilla or something like that. And then they come over, and then they sit down and crowd into my office to watch the podcast with me, so, which is okay. I don't mind. I really don't, but, you know, so I do I do that. But, uh, yeah, I, I've been lusting after a new Nano. I don't, you know, what the hell? I don't really need it. I've got, like, six or eight iPods, you know. I don't get rid of them like you don't. I know you don't get rid of a lot of your old gear. You repurpose it and find something else to use it for. So, uh, Although yeah, I, I think my. Know. I think my daughter is kind of lusting after my iPod because she's got an older gen. She's got, well, I think as high the the best that can do is iOS four point whatever the last point up uh, ver- update was for that one. Uh, she'd like to have this one because it can do a few more things. And uh, I don't know, maybe my uh, oldest son might like it too. Maybe uh, if I could get it rigged up so he could listen to uh, baseball games or something on it. Um, but um, yeah, the, that one you know maybe I would or I had thought about trading in the Amazon too because I think I could get sixty five dollars trade in on it. Um, I don't know. Um, or now, like I said, one of my kids would probably like. To, I don't know if my wife would like to have. She's got her phone. She's happy with that. Um, you know, the problem is we got sixteen gig phones, so that's kind of where our. We can't put a lot on there, and I would just be afraid as much as I listen to it, how long my battery would last. 
if I was sitting there listening to podcasts, on, it would make it easier because sometimes when I am doing something noisy, I'll have both earbuds in and I may not hear the phone go off. At least if I was listening to a podcast on the phone, I would hear it ring. But And then I would have the Bluetooth built in too so I could just hit a button and answer the phone. But um, it would make my life easier. But Yeah, uh, I'm trying to look. Crap, I don't remember the lock code on this one now. This is a... Oh, there it is. Um, this is a first-gen touch that I have here. I actually have two of these. Let me look here. So this is running... Uh, what version of iOS is this? Holy crap. I gotta remember how to... Oh, about. There we go. Um, this is running version 3.1.3. Oi. <laughs> But oh, you know what? A lot of times when we're traveling on the road, because I've got two of these, and my do- oldest daughter has a uh, um, a, a um, iPad Mini like yours, I can load these up, and then everybody gets something they can watch on. Matter of mm. fact, this summer my uh, youngest daughter had might have been this one. We were going down the road, and she was kind of turned sideways in the seat. She was actually holding this iPod in the crook of her foot and her ankle. Because she, I mean, she's 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 like double jointed type. I know there's no real thing as double jointed people. Please don't send me hate mail. Send it to Mark Greentree, not another MacPodcast.com or whatever it is. But anyway, the uh, but she was holding it like that, watching it, and she was you know had her earbuds in. She was just as happy as she could be. Mm-hmm. But it, now the only problem with these though is uh, this is a first gen. You only get about four four to five hours of video playback on these. You know, you don't get a great deal of video play, but we're like on my iPad or something or on any current gen iPad, you'll get, you know, what, eight hours or so of video playback on those. You can get a lot. Oh, yeah. I've been using it to um, watch some. Well, I got Netflix on there. And then um, the TV shows or the TV networks have all, uh, uh, all released uh, iPad apps. And I was hoping that I would be able to use that to watch my shows that I like without having to DVR them. But right now I'm a little frustrated. I wanted to watch the newest episode of NCIS. Well, they won't put it on the, they won't put the episode on the app. You can go to the website and watch it on the, with the browser, but they won't put it on the app, which is rather disheartening because I had this vision of just being able to pull up my iPad where I got Wi-Fi connectivity and be able to watch my television shows. But I guess the networks aren't ready to make that leap yet where people would be able to free themselves from cable TV. Well, you can – I know uh, I have Comcast or Xfinity or whatever the crap it's called, uh, both I think at times. Uh, I think their app will let you do some of that, lets you watch live TV. Um, you know, if you have a cable subscription, and I have the app, um, but the really the main thing I use the app for is just to mess around. I'll be at work or I'll be out doing something, and I'll just randomly log in and change the channel. So, <laughs> well, I, you got to mess I, with your family sometimes. Yeah. But. Of course, they know it's me now because I always send it to, not that I care, but I know it's safe. I can always send it to Sports Center on ESPN. They go, oh, great, Dad's at it again. <laughs> well, you see, we uh, out here, we have a, basically a real cooperative um, for our telephone, uh, TV, and Internet. So we don't have anything like that. Uh, I wish we did because I would like to be able to uh, you know, not be tied to the TV, just be able to sit in the backyard with your iPad and you know, watch a TV show or something. Actually, I'd like to get to, to the point where we could cut the cable. 
but that's not happening yet. But um, you know, I keep I was, dreaming about it. There was a good article early this week or late last week on Lifehacker about cutting the cable, and they, they've done a few on that. Um, and then there was one, and one of the big focus there was on. Uh, 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 and I know you're not a big sports fan. Uh, I'm an I'm a, uh, American football NFL fan, and how to get your fix for live sports and still be able to cut the cable. And there was some good stuff in there. So you know, if somebody's interested in that, go over and have a read. I'll try to remember to put a link to that in the show notes. But uh, it's interesting. But yeah, I don't know. I I'd like to cut the cable because we really don't watch that much. But I need my internet service and. You know, I don't yeah. have any other way to get it that's good and fast. Well, like I say ours all comes through uh, the, our one provider, and it's really well short of getting like a satellite dish or something. And you could get a satellite dish for internet, but your speeds on that are going to be kind of Pitiful. probably like two down, two megs down, or whatever. It's not going to be great. We finally got ours upgraded. We got a boost this summer. It was the same price, but we went from ten down to fifteen down, and from two up to three up so we got ours you know isn't bad for like i say rural the rural part of the country out here uh and i don't want to go to the dish so we only really have one uh option in town here we could and the thing is in order to get the internet you have to have the telephone but we could drop the cable if we wanted but and for me it would work but just trying to make the wife happy you know which is the main purpose of having husbands is to make the wife happy this is true. Uh, so, Send your hate mail to Mark Greentree at you know anyway, um, <laughs> but um, you know to have something that she would be satisfied with might be a little harder. I, I don't know if I mentioned it here before. Or I mentioned it somewhere that uh, I I'm I'm seriously thinking about getting a Roku and you know yeah baby yeah and get that and just I think if I could get it set up because I already got Netflix and I've got Amazon. You know if I needed to I would get uh, Hulu uh, if that's what it would take. But if I think because if they just had the search feature, I, I've never sat down to play with one, so it's just from what I've heard from people. But it, with the search feature, I think if she wants to watch a certain show, she could just type it in and look for it and, and be able to play. I think once she got into something like that, um, I think she might find it interesting. But And, you know, maybe I, I got her to trust me on the iPhone, and now she loves that thing. So, you know, maybe if I can get her to, you know, trust me just one more time. You know, it, it's worked three times because we've got three kids. But you know, just trust me on this one, dear. <laughs> yeah, that I was. Good, I was just thinking. Uh, yeah, my wife only had to trust me twice, and we still ended up with three kids. So, but anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> but if you want to try out a Roku, you, you know, if you want to come over to our house here and try out my Roku, you can. Oh sure, I'll just jump over there, and after what about a twelve-hour drive or whatever it is? Yeah, I'll just pop over there, and yeah, yeah it sounds. Or I'll just crawl through the internet. There Darn you it. Go. Uh, I I but I all jokes aside, I love my Roku, and I know people are screaming, but you're an Apple fanboy. Why don't you have an Apple TV? Well, there's two reasons, and I've said them before. One, I don't have a television that has an HDMI port on it, so I'm SOL there. Uh, strangely out of luck, people. That's what that stands for. <laughs> Get your minds out of the gutter. And the other reason is because the Roku doesn't uh, keep you locked into the iTunes universe. Tunes. And it lets me put uh, media that I have made backup copies of on, you know, my family videos on a USB drive that I can then hook to the Roku and stream 
through that. So it's it's very handy. I love my Roku. It's the same price as an Apple TV, so I yeah. would strongly encourage it. Well, actually, depending upon which one you get, it's actually some of them are cheaper. Uh, I think the Roku 2 is like 79 Yeah, because I've got the Roku. Now, when I got it, it was the current model. It's the Roku 2 XD. Right. It was $99 when I, I got it. Not last year, but the year before for Christmas, so almost two years ago now. And that just this week they announced that they're updating their line. So now it's the is it the Roku one, Roku two, and then the three, I think. And the last uh, the previous models, the three had the headphone jack built into the remote, um, yeah. and that was HDMI only. And I got to check to see now. I think the Roku two now has the headphone jack built into the. Uh, uh, remote control, which would be nice. So then I could sit on the couch and listen to TV at night without my wife yelling at me about it being too loud. There's the remote for the Roku 2 that I have. Okay. And the really That's, nice thing is this is an RF remote, not an infrared remote. Yep. And that looks like that can be a game controller then too with the AB button? Yes. Uh, it actually came with uh, Angry Birds, and we occasionally play Angry Birds on it. And there's other games you can buy through the Roku store. See, I don't know. That's why I'm kind of debating. Because um, we got one, we got a HDMI TV upstairs in the living room, but the one in the kitchen where my wife is at most often is the old tube type. So we would need something with composite uh, uh, cables coming out of it. But um, yeah. The Roku 2. I think. Well, I gotta see what they've done. Like I said, they rejiggered their uh, lineups. I gotta make sure that the two still has that on there. Because what they did was they put a um, motion control, a uh, game controller on the three, and then the two you got the remote with the uh, cable plugged in. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love my Roku. I've talked about it multiple times here on the uh, show. I, I highly recommend it if you're not so. Uh, stuck in the uh, Apple iTunes universe. Matter of fact, what I want to take a chance on um, or take a crack at one weekend here soon is I want to set up Plex on my uh, uh, Roku so that I can pull stuff off the uh, you know videos that I've got hanging out here on my iMac or something like that, maybe on an external hard drive and uh, yeah. pull, pull them over. Yeah, see, I already got my Linux box over here with uh, set up as uh, you know kind of a file server type. I already have Plex on there, so I can watch videos on my iPad. But it would be nice to be able to play them like in the living room, um, and have it set up uh, so you can watch. Because I've got uh, you know the DVDs that I've ripped and put on there, and it would be nice to be able to watch them. Uh, in the living room without having to, you know, hook up a computer or something to it. Yeah, the, uh, you know, I'm looking at the Roku, the new lineup for the Rokus. I'm going to have to look at these. I might need another one of these for upstairs. Because <laughs> then I could, like when I'm upstairs watching television, like in our bedroom or something, uh, a lot of nights, because I go up there that way when I fall asleep, I'm already there. And uh, that might be, you know... And there's even an iPod app for it now. So you can control it with your iPod. So if you're typing in the search, or your iPhone even, um, that you don't have to sit there. and Because and, that's the thing I hate about our 
cable TV, you can do the search. But it's like scroll over here and hit this letter, and then scroll down here and hit that letter. That drives me, you know, uh, absolutely up a wall. But if a person could um, just be able to type it out on a keyboard, like on a iPod or an iPhone or even my iPad, whichever, uh, that would be nice. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. We were talking about repurposing old equipment. My uh, first gen iPod or iPod iPad that I have that you know I hear people talk about. Oh, I can't use it blah, 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 and all this stuff. I use that as a streaming device on the television upstairs because I have the original Apple cable that's come that's a thirty pin out, and then it has a wall charger, and then it has composite. So, like, if I want to watch, you know, YouTube or uh, uh, stream something that's a podcast or stream something straight off the Internet through Amazon Video Prime, which is what I use a lot of more than Netflix and all that, stream it straight over to the TV in the bedroom <laughs> through the cable, and it works as a perfect streaming device. I've, I've thought about that one, too, because um, you can get, even for the uh, uh, Lightning Connect, you can get a Lightning to HDMI cable for that and i had thought about doing that it's 50 bucks from um apple to do that but i thought well you know that might be kind of cool too but i mean by the time you spend that much money just get yourself a spend like 20 30 more bucks whatever and just get yourself a roku because it would essentially do the same things well see i had this i've had that cable for i got that cable when i got the uh ipod uh fifth gen video the first one that played video I got it at that point to be able to stream video from it over to the television. So I've just kept it around. So, I mean, the money I sank in that, because it was like a $50 freaking cable (laughs) when I bought it. I was checking the specs on this. I wanted to make sure that, like I said, they redid these things. But the Roku 2, it says it will do. It says digital over HDMI, but then it says analog stereo. Well, Yeah, it uses the RCA cables. The AV right. cables, that comes with it. Uh, the HDMI cable is not included, but you can use HDMI. It has both on the back is what it amounts to. Okay, because that would be good. Because we do have you know one HDMI TV, but we do have a regular old-fashioned TV. I just wanted yeah. to make sure that it still did, um, did that. Because I, I'm sure that the uh, networks would like to get rid of all the composite uh, outputs on devices. Because if somebody was just like say to happen to have a uh, I can't reach it from here if somebody was just to, uh, so happened to have a um, you know a composite device that would feed uh, video into your computer that would you know be able to record it <clears throat> um, and, and you know be able to save stuff that uh, you are streaming off of that the um, television uh, networks would not be happy with that because they want you to uh, they don't want people saving stuff. They want to be able to watch it. They want to be able to feed you commercials. So, um, oh yeah, there's oh. still I still know a ton of people that have uh, standard def televisions out there. And um, I somebody else I heard on the show the other day talking about says the damn thing won't die. And I'm not going to get rid of a perfectly good working television. I'm sorry, that just doesn't make sense to me. Well, we've collected a few around here. We had to get rid of them because they were taking up space. But Because uh, we have all the TVs that we need around here. And then uh, when the kids have moved out, they've taken some with them too. But we we kind of needed to pare things down a little bit. But, yeah, we still got them around here. Uh, they still work. And 
you know, I think when we were on, uh, uh, I think it was when you me, was it you, me, and Tim doing a Geekiest Show last week, or was it when yeah. we did? Yeah, because we were talking about, and I said, Tim, don't be uh, mad at me, but I, I don't mind watching movies in standard definition. Um, high def is okay, but um, standard def is fine. It, uh, if I like rip my DVDs and put them on the computer, it makes for a smaller file size. Um, and I don't mind it as long as it's not like you know horribly fuzzy. As long as there's decent resolution to it and it looks okay, the, you know that doesn't bother me. I don't have to have Blu-ray. I don't have to have high def. Um, as long as it, you know, doesn't torque me off when I'm watching it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm perfectly happy with standard def. The only time that I wish now, because of the length of the room that I'm in here, the family room, that I wish I had a, a, a high def television. It's really mainly for the size. Uh, because even though it's a 27-inch television, which is a pretty good size, I mean, you and I can both remember when that would have been considered gigantic, yeah. that um, it uh, if from I'm on the far end of the room, and this room's, what, uh, about 20 feet long? So, I mean, it looks a little small from here, but not, you know, more than watchable. So, but... Is know. that is that a 27-inch tube type? Yeah. How did you get a forklift in there to move the, that thing? It was, you know, it's funny. It was one of the very last uh, 27-inch tube TVs that was made. It's a, a Samsung. Allison, do not shoot me. Yes, I bought <laughs> Samsung. Um, and it doesn't, and it's a flat screen tube on top of that. And it has a curved picture tube so that the televisions, you know how 27-inch the things would probably be like two feet deep, you know, for a 27-inch tube. This thing's not, and I can lift it. With uh, just myself, it's not that heavy. I mean, now it's not light. It probably weighs 65, 70 pounds. But unlike the one of the 27-inch ones that I have upstairs, that it's all I can do and my wife can do to carry that thing together because it's so huge and the weight of the thing. Uh, and it's heavy because I sat it down on my hand not that long ago when I was moving it. So, um, and I still, might still have the imprint off the bottom of the television on my hand. But uh, yeah, this one's not too bad. So uh, yeah, because my mother-in-law has a, I want to say a thirty or maybe a thirty-two inch tube type. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I've carried those. I've carried yeah. a couple of those before. Yeah, it stays in the entertainment center. We try not to move that beast. Yeah, <laughs> I had a next door neighbor that got a thirty-six inch tube. Not well, it's been several years ago now. And uh, he brought it in in the back of his truck, and it was on a pallet, you know, because it was it weighed that much. It was a cardboard box around it, but it was a wooden pallet underneath of it. And it took three grown men to carry that thing in his house. Yeah. And thankfully, that uh, this one of my mother-in-law's is on the ground level, and there's a uh, outside patio door. So, you know, hopefully we can get a pickup up there and get it out when it when that time comes. Or we can take a chainsaw to it, whichever. Yeah. Well, now, yeah, this one, the lightest of them is on the ground floor where I could walk, you know, carry it out through the room, out through the garage and on out of the house. The heaviest one I have to bring downstairs and out the front door and then down some more stairs. So, Which Einstein came up with this solution? Me. Okay. You win. <laughs> so, well, I think on that note on us branding me and Einstein, um, <laughs> it might be time to to wrap up before... You somehow become emperor of the universe after I've been crowned Einstein. So <laughs> maybe I can just be king of the lab. There you go. We'll make you king of the lap or the lab. 
lab. No, no. The, I'm not out in Vegas. I don't want to be king of the lab. That would be very bad. <laughs> oh, great, Michael. It's been fun. Why don't you tell the listeners in case they don't know where they can find you? I'm sure they have no clue how to get in touch with you or know anything about you at this point. Yeah, never like I've been on this show and bragged about myself. But in case you happen to have missed those shows when I've been on and I've talked about myself, I can be found on Twitter at DSC Chipman. And then uh, I'll plug my two podcasts again while I'm here. I got Bard on the Plains at bardontheplains.blogspot.com. And I've got the Sci Fi Tech Talk um, at sci fi tech talk.com. This week we're going to be talking about the movie Avatar. And uh, golly gee, uh, guess what? I got an opinion on this, but uh, well, I have to get it recorded Shock. and see how. Yeah, I know, shocking. We'll have to see, uh, get it recorded and you know, see how it turns out. But uh, yeah, so we'll be doing that this week. But um, and if you have any other, I got a few other things I do. I have an about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M C P E E K. You can go over there and Sometimes I do things other than podcasting, and I would have it on there. So you can check it out and see what I do. Well, that's great. If uh, the listeners want to know anything more about the show, you can always go over to geekiestshowever.com, and you can find us in iTunes. Damn it, they won't ever delete our episodes anymore. Uh, Kevin's not bitter. Kevin's not bitter. Calm down. <laughs> Damn it! The um, but uh, go just go over there. Give us a give us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate that. I need to go check to see if we've gotten any reviews. I haven't checked for a week or two, um, but we would really appreciate it. If you want to find out more about me, the easiest place is Twitter. Twitter dot com forward slash big underscore in underscore va, or uh, same thing on app dot net, or just go to about dot me forward slash Kevin Alder. Well, we want to thank you for downloading and listening to the show. And between now and next week, please. Don't forget to hug a geek. Hey, guy. There's a new podcast out. Great. What's it about? Let's Talk Apple. Well, yeah, we will. We will. But uh, what's the podcast called? Let's Talk Apple. Okay, if you want to. Uh, Rainier, Silken, Gold Rush, Pippin. What are you on about? I'm talking Apple. Huh? That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Us talking about apples? Well, there we go again. Tangentially, as usual, moving off topic. Did you know Bart Bouchotts has a new podcast out? Yep. Let's talk Apple. Oh, jeez.